This is a podcast by Householders Options to Protect the Environment, Hope Australia. We are a community environmental education and capacity building organisation based in Toowoomba, South East Queensland, Australia. This is a podcast in the series Eco Social Work in Australia. It was produced for Hope Australia in Toowoomba, Queensland, on and adjacent to the traditional lands of the Jarawa, Diablo, Yugara and Waka Waka peoples. Hope pays respect to the past, present and emerging leaders of all First Nations people in this country and acknowledges the unique contribution that their cultures make to contemporary Australia. Hello, my name is Andrew Nicholson and I am the producer of the Eco-Social Work in Australia podcast series. Eco-Social Work is underpinned by the idea that human health and well-being are dependent upon a healthy natural environment. So that means that our well-being as humans hinges upon or is interdependent with the well-being of the natural world. For me, I think it is social work practice that both recognises and promotes the interconnections between people and the environment. An eco-social work approach is an approach to our profession that recognises the absolutely central position that the natural environment plays in the existence and the continued survival of human beings. Eco-social work can be a core theoretical approach within our practice framework. It's not an add-on. It's not something that we only do sometimes, but it has the potential to actually be a fundamental element of a social work practice framework. Welcome to this initial collection of episodes within a new podcast series, Eco Social Work in Australia. The series is based upon interviews with a diverse range of Australian social work practitioners who give their personal perspectives on some of the still emerging ideas, practices and principles of an exciting and important turn within contemporary mainstream Australian social work practice. This body of work has been variously termed green, environmental or eco-social work. I shall be using the last name term extensively throughout this series. Hello, my name is Andrew Nicholson. I'm a retired social worker and environmental educator, and I'm the sole researcher and producer of this series, which has been kindly auspiced by the Householders' Options to Protect the Environment organisation. A key object of this podcast project is to help grow a conversation amongst listeners about eco-social work practice adoption. And as a conversation catalyst, I hope that the ideas offered in the series can help increase the adoption of eco-social work amongst colleagues in their workplace, professional groups and associations, and in networking with other allied professionals. I want to use this introductory episode of the series to help set the background for subsequent commentary. Podcast guests have been drawn from academic and social work training, mainstream practitioner or student in training roles. Starting with half a dozen or so initial interviews presented in mid-2021, it is hoped that this project will be carried over to provide a growing verbal snapshot of eco-social work evolution in Australia over the next few years. So now, turning to the topic itself and my own basic definition of eco-social work, and that is as a form of transformative social work practice which, systematically, considers the presence and potential influence of physical environment and natural world influences on client concerns, challenges and well-being, and wherever possible, 
factors those influences into the assessments, plans and implementation of professional client intervention. There are other definitions of eco-social work with other emphases given and you will hear some of these in guest interviews. In terms of its origins within mainstream practice, I hope that the history of eco-social work theory and practice development will be covered comprehensively in a future episode of this series. But before that happens, I want to outline some aspects of that history now, albeit very briefly. So, by the early 1990s, some far-sighted social work researchers had started to critique the exclusive influences of social system theory and social person-in-environment metaphors within mainstream practice. At that time, and in the wider context of a growing awareness of increasing human-caused planetary ecological damage, most notably represented by global heating and increasingly dangerous levels of climate change, theorists started to point to the need to incorporate physical, environmental and ecological concerns into mainstream social work. However, these voices remained largely on the periphery and their influence remained minor at that time. In Australia from the early 2000s, eco-social work theory, methods and forms of intervention had been emerging slowly as a relatively niche practice interest. The field here was given a boost by responses made to the global agenda for social work and social development theme promoting environmental and community sustainability which directed and influenced World Social Work Day in 2017. Some social workers around the country were stimulated by such wider professional acknowledgement of accelerating physical environmental problems, including the increasing recognition of a now escalating climate emergency. At that time, small groups of workers in some states embarked on information gathering and education of colleagues on eco-social work ideas, And within the last four to five years, we have also seen an increase in Australian academic research and training on eco-social work practice, and also partnership between the AASW and the Climate and Health Alliance Advocacy Organisation, which has lent social work support to help progress the urgent need for a national Australian strategy to tackle the climate emergency and its growing impacts on public health. This thumbnail sketch on the recent history of eco-social work practice evolution in this country also needs to be considered in the context of two other physical environment linked events. Firstly, the global heating exacerbated and unprecedented levels of recent Australian floods, droughts, heat waves and bushfires have given this country a shocking foretaste of the impacts of the human-induced climate emergency as they drive a new abnormal in weather patterns. And those factors were occurring even before the COVID-19 pandemic added its own set of stressors to the mix of national physical environmental impacts occurring from late 2019 onward. Because as with the climate emergency at base, the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic are also tied up with the consequences of human environmental interference and damage. Recent climate change and pandemic disease impacts on public health and well-being in Australia and elsewhere have provided a stark illustration of the serious and often disproportionate vulnerabilities experienced by communities, including social work clients, as produced through physical environmental impacts. On current fossil fuel power developmental trends, we know that the climate emergency is set to intensify and that COVID-19 is only one of many other novel viruses 
which could pose considerable risks to human health in the future. Perhaps it is therefore unsurprising that a recurrent podcast theme picked up by several guests in interview points to the future necessity of professional concerns for client social well-being to be linked through practice interventions to environmental well-being and the need for a safe climate. In response to escalating public physical and mental health risks and vulnerabilities driven by current trends of ecological and environmental damage and deterioration, there is a growing sense amongst some of the pioneers of Australian eco-social work approaches that in order to remain relevant in the face of such serious contemporary challenges, the mainstream social work profession in this country, along with colleagues in associated fields of health, psychology and other sectors, must play a systematic and active role in promoting better physical, environment-linked, social justice and well-being outcomes for clients. The present and future threats posed to human health and well-being by dangerous levels of global heating and climate change is one obvious place to start, but there are others, such as the need for structural economic reform toward a low-carbon circular economy, and some podcast discussions is devoted to that topic. A heightened pro-environmental ambition for the profession in this country and internationally maps onto larger debates about how the origins of social work have been shaped by the values of modernity and whether these same values should continue to govern the roles which social work could and should play across the remainder of the 21st century. Some commentators have pondered over what 40 years of largely ameliorative social work accommodation to neoliberal economic orthodoxy has done to the profession's transformative value system. In the context of such bigger picture concerns, a theme reflective of the need for longer-term critical reflection on the aims and objectives of social work in relation to the unprecedented environmental and sustainability crises we now face is articulated by several podcast guests. So in summary, there has been an initially slow but now accelerating increase of interest in eco-social work ideas and practice in Australia over the last 15 years or so. Notwithstanding this progress, it seems fair to conclude, at least anecdotally, that in 2021, eco-social work continues to remain a marginal concern for mainstream professional practice in this country. For a number of reasons, it is important that we find ways to boost rapidly the level of interest in and mainstream adoption of eco-social work, and this podcast series is one small attempt to do that. For whatever the outcome of such longer-term structural debates concerning the future positioning of the profession vis-à-vis the physical environment, there are already practical examples of eco-social work intervention in Australia taking place in response to environmental challenges. Several podcast guests describe practical on-the-ground examples of eco-social work practice they have experienced in recent years. Finally, to give listeners a sense of the format they will encounter in each podcast episode, each interview is loosely structured around four key questions put to guests. For you, what is eco-social work practice in 2021? How can eco-social work help tackle climate change and other ecological sustainability concerns in practical terms? Why should the social work profession here be involved with such concerns? And what might the short to mid-term future, that is two to ten years into the future, hold for eco-social work interventions 
as a body of practice within the Australian social work mainstream. To assist comprehension, time elapsed markers for interview talking points and any associated references or resources discussed with guests are contained in the text episode notes which accompany each podcast recording. In closing this introduction, I hope that we can all help grow the conversation on the value of greater eco-social work adoption around topics such as the need for a more comprehensive and easily accessible eco-social work knowledge base to help focus and encourage eco-social work intervention on climate change and other related sustainable development issues, the need for more mainstream experimentation with some of the practices of the early adopting eco-social work practitioners showcased within this series, and a need for more innovative professional thinking to include a critical exploration of the existing tenets and principles of the profession and whether these remain fit for purpose in the light of the extraordinary challenges we face as a global society in the 21st century. And most of all, the need for a clear and strongly articulated eco-social work practice vision going forward. Such a vision will help motivate and guide a much stronger mainstream social work response to the climate emergency and other ecological sustainability challenges in the years ahead. And it will also help facilitate removal of the constraints which is slowing the uptake of eco-social work within the mainstream. We should be concerned about issues to do with the the climate and with the environment because as social workers, whether we like it or not, we are going to be at the coalface of dealing with the consequences of these dynamics. If we keep writing the natural environment out of um, the social environment, the social work person environment um, perspective, then we're going to continue to damage both the environment and the people that we work with. Look, my vision would be to have eco-social work become a fundamental part of social work practice so that social workers in the mainstream have accepted and taken on the challenge of participating as a collective to address the impacts of climate change and to engage, you know, in action to promote environmental sustainability. But, But this isn't the sole responsibility of practitioners. You know, there are people in education Um, like myself and policy um, that need to facilitate this process really strongly. You've been listening to a podcast episode in the series Eco-Social Work in Australia, produced for Householders' Options to Protect the Environment. Please consult the episode text notes for possible references to topics discussed and relevant contact details should you wish to respond to anything you've heard. My name is Andrew Nicholson, producer of the series, and thank you for listening.